Welcome to the Black Wolf 1230s podcast. I am Black Wolf 1230, and this platform is the home of wolves and sheep, mainly socializing, learning, and growing from each other without judgment. Uh, we focus on the REMs. If you ever heard of REMs, and the medical, in uh, uh, the medical industry, is known as rapid eye movement. Rapid eye movements are basically measured when a person is dreaming. You get that? So, on the other angle, this is my dream. To be able to talk and express myself with clear of disturbances, including mental disturbances. Um, the REM, the acronyms, the R is for relationships, the E is for evolution, and the M is for music. You get it? So, um, today, also too, let me, let me bring this down because this, 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 everything will become a full circle when we start, you know, we may start off shaky, but it'll get rolling as long as we roll in the circle. Okay. Which is again, like I said, 360 degrees and, and 360 degrees it's the same as zero degree. So it's about sitting still and choosing. Um, there's a, there's a, a YouTube um, um, YouTube platform called um, I'm I'm going to say, because let me just say this, that I was reading, that I learned about, I don't know, probably about a year ago, and it stuck with me. He says, um, discipline determines your destiny. And from my teachings of spirituality, Destiny is composed of laws, angles, and discipline. The thing is, I participated in the laws, and I excuse me, participated in the dis discipline, but I negated angles, and that's part of my evolution. So check. Take the E off, and then we'll do the relationships, and then we'll do the music. Okay? Um, as far as uh, music, well, let's just say this. Um, I have been throughout the industry 
I've done everything but sign my name on a dotted line. Um, And I must remind you that when I talk about myself, I'm talking about basically what I did and what I accomplished. Uh, Music. Just gonna tire in the M and the R. Music and relationship. Uh, You know, I grew up highly abused and music became my outlet. Music allowed me to escape whatever I I was dealing with and they gave me answers on what my next move would be. It gave me an angle. Okay? So, now. So, in doing so, um, I've had this philosophy. I said, I'll listen to music all day because music is... It's what I can control. It's a form of communication I can control. If I don't like what I hear, I can shut it up. Can't do that with people. If I do like what I hear, I can use the energy. Like a heartbeat. There's so much energy in your heart, including electricity. Okay. Um, you know, um, I was talking to an OG from the past um, yesterday. Well, basically, um, my promoter slash manager. really sat down and talked with him uh, until I put the mic down. I, I, I walked away from music and we were talking about old times and he brought the light about people today who, who, who are in the industry or who who basically were in the industry and I forgot about some of the people I did had the pleasure of um, being in the company of there's the relationship that's the R so we did the relationship we did the evolution and we did the music REMs so everything is going to roll it's going to roll it's going to roll like it's going to roll like a tire right down a hill that's how this naturally gets put together. Um, there were, um, he allowed me to see, he took me back to a place, nostalgia, and there was the people that I forgot about is because I was on a different
I wasn't totally engulfed in my music because I had another life. I had, I was being a baby's daddy, the two women, like Baby Boy, the movie Baby Boy, the Tyrese played them. Had one baby mother during the day, which was the sun, and one baby mother during the night, which was the moon. I was juggling that. Plus, I was going to school. I was going to college. I was juggling that. Plus, I was working. I was juggling that. So, I had a full day. And at nighttime, which is the moon, is when I was able to hit the stage, hit radio stations, do commercial for radio stations. Um, spend time with my uh, other baby mama which was uh, cool. It was rest, it was peaceful. So I was warned of the day and I had peace at night. Kind of figure. And I'm just thinking about it. That's how my last marriage was. Warned it a day with peace for a night. So, um, coffee time. Okay, uh, back to uh, what we were talking about the music, the industry, the evolution, and the relationships that I acquired during that time. I didn't realize uh, that some of the biggest stars that you may know, and I'm not going to mention their name, were uh, spent a lot of time down here in B-Man. Um, protecting our culture, protecting our women, protecting lifestyle and um, believe it or not on the east coast it was New York and Mm -hmm. Uh, Virginia didn't come to later you know but it it was it was New York hip hop was New York and Nemo A lot of producers were interested in us down here. Um, The thing is, is that uh, the producers and managers from New York, you know, they're going to go out for home first, which is, you know, understandable. Um, So, what we're going to do is, Evolving 
this podcast. So check out something. Um, so Because during that time, we were all climbing together. We were all trying to live our dreams together, you know. Um, So basically, it was like, it was... It was, I'm going to say, I can't really compare it, compare that time to the day currently, especially with the young generations today, because it's different, because today there is um, um, easier access to technology, you know, uh, you can produce studios from your phone, your laptop, your computer. You know, um, we had to, if we wanted to make our makeshift studios, we actually got egg cartons. We got egg cartons and line the walls, which is um, what that did was, it, 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 it filtered echoes, sound waves bouncing back and forth. Uh, it provided insulation from inside to outside, uh, like in uh, the movie Hustle and Flow. If you if you ever watch the movie Hustle and Flow, you see they're they're stapling. They, 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 that is why they are stapling um, a cartons to the walls. Uh, not only a cartons, there, there, there was. Um, there were basically too. There was there were there were there was a mat. It was mattresses called egg carton mattresses that you can put up against the walls and it, and it, and it, and it contained the sound. So, um, so we were basically you know um, movies like Crush Groove, uh, Russell Simmons, Russell Simmons. DJ Run and uh, DMC, well, Daryl. So basically, they were our 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 forefathers. They were our, they were they 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 came to work, played roles for us, and they and in return they came down and recruited us. Leslie Def Jam. Um, um, Mr. Magic, he was basically, it's uh, called Juice Crew. Juice Crew, I believe Juice Crew was basically, uh, I think it was Warner Brothers. Don't quote me, but Juice Crew was uh, Big Daddy Kane, Nipsey Shane, all that. And 
thing is, um, like I said, Boogie Down Productions before Scott LaRock, which is which was with KRS. Uh, KRS, D Nice, they call me D Nice. My name is my name my name is D Nice. Taking out your suckers and you don't know how I did it. Um, Scott LaRock lost his life. Um, KRS spent time down here. Uh, during that time, I know I can't remember his label, their label. I can't remember their label because they, they, they were basically independent. When they first started, they started from the bottom. And what happened was when Scott Rock lost his life. I do remember. I do remember. I do remember. And you may quote me, you may correct me, but I do remember. I believe uh, KRS where he became Jive, Jive Records. Okay. Um. Uh, the, the producers and managers that were down here recruiting. Uh, and my manager told me this yesterday, um, which I, 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 I didn't know uh, inherited. Um, he didn't inherit Bad Boy, but he was there. He was there. I don't. I can't recall the label, but the foundation. That's how Bad Boy got started. So, uh, we had the blessing and the privilege to have Big E out here, the B.I.G., the Notorious Big, the one time he was Biggie Smalls, uh, and matter of fact, you know, um, Biggie basically was, um, he spent a lot of time in, in in my daughter's building. So, um, um, uh, the manager recalled DMX. See, X came later though. X came about six years later. And by the time when X came, I hit the scene. Uh, I was, uh, I had, Giving up my art and walked away. But the neighborhoods he was running in was the same people. Uh, was what was basically my same people. So um, let's just say when X came through, he came through and left. So and then when it was time for me to get there, cause like I said, that night light, that moonlight. Um, um so our paths really crossed. But it's a but I came in like after he left 
It could be one spot or my homie's home. Come through, roll out. You know, Exton, he didn't stay still. He stayed moving. He stayed moving. Coffee time, yo. Welcome back, y'all. So, like I said, you know, the big influence was uh, New York. Uh, my group, my group was like Run DMC. Uh, my position was like DJ Run. I was the DJ Run. Uh, my homie during that time was um, Daryl, which is DMC. And um, my other homie, who was the DJ, was like Jam Master J. So, you know, the three of us. Um, um, also, too, the fact is, is that uh, when I walked away from my craft, I was I was disappointed. I was, but then I wasn't. I did, I, but I recovered real quick from that because I had my children. Did not even you know spend time. I mean you know it basically they filled the gap. So I invested in them. Uh, as far as uh, household, etc., cetera, etc., cetera. you know. Um, and then when my children, I was having issues of seeing my children, being around my children. I just lost it, man. I just, I had a thousand. A thousand is a death wish, man. I ain't, I ain't give a fuck. Do or die. Period. Not that I ain't give a fuck, but I had so much anger in me, man. And then, like I said, you know, my BM, my BMW clip that I was running with, you know. I was super mad too, because super angry because you know they, they still was, you know they still were doing that music. So, but by the time I got down there, I I got down there as far as when I when I got back to the set, we were living like um, the movie Juice, like when. They were supposed to be in school, and they were playing what you call hooky. Um, and it was in the house, and, and Big Boy, I'm telling you, this is so, they was so surreal when I saw Juice. Big Boy was making them eggs, and they was putting that, put that 40, that beer up in it. Man, we, we, had, we had a nigga up in our set that was just like that, yo. That nigga, let me tell you something, right? During that time, it used to be a, a frozen, 
It's still down here a little bit, but not as much. It used to be a lot. It, 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 it was like a form of oldies, right? Um, it was called Murray Steakhouse. And um, Doug used to get, uh, his mama used to uh, stock these um, things called fish steaks. Man, fat boy can make some damn fish steaks at night times, man. And the thing is, I, I wasn't a mayonnaise type of person, right? Man, he made that shit, that, that shit good with mayonnaise on it. And, you know, cheese, uh, uh, cheese fish steak subs, yo. Shh. Nigga, what? Um, let's just say, right? Also, too, another reason why I don't judge I don't judge. Fat boy could actually run faster than me. I'm gonna just say that. Some situations went down. Gunshots rung out. Um, <laughs> and home base was probably like hmm, I'm gonna say about 500, 600, about 600 yards. So, um, this little nigga was shooting off the sort off shotgun. shot at lots of times. I never been shot at by, by, by my damn sawed off shotgun, right? Um, um, my daddy, um, my daddy used to be a weapon specialist in the United States of Marine Corps. Um, so he, you know, he had guns. I learned about guns during that time. And, um, you know, I, I would go to the library. It, it wasn't no Google during that time. I would go to the library and learn how to take them apart. I used to see Daddy just take them apart and clean them, right? And I always wanted to know how to do that. I read how to do it, but when I was learning, I didn't have the tools to disassemble my weapon. Well, his weapon. But I had a mental um, blueprint or diagram on how to disassemble. So, um, even down to adjusting the sights and everything like that. Um, like I said, um, I'm going to say this and then I'm going to let y'all go. You know, first experience being shot at with a sawed-off shotgun. I never really, I learned exactly. You know, see, this brings up knowledge and wisdom, right? 
I, I had the knowledge on what a shotgun was. Full shot. The wisdom is that when we got shot at, I was able to see the uh, pellets or the shot scatter probably about I'm going to say a radius uh, about eight feet, meaning that the target, you could hit a target and anything around that target, four feet to my left or four feet and four feet to my right. So you could hit a person and you hit everything around within that, that radius. Excuse me, it's the diameter of eight feet. The radius is about four feet, four feet to the left and four feet to the right. So, um, to where um, uh, windows, um, car windows were being shattered. two at a time because the shots were traveling. So, <laughs> I don't give a damn what type of handgun you had during that time. Any niggas pulled up and saw those shotguns, man. Um, <laughs> when I say I don't run, I ran that time, yo. Cause I ain't never seen no, I ain't never seen no crap like that in my life, y'all. Where dude was aiming and car windows were being busted at the same time. The experience of it. So I'm running, right? Well, we all running. We all running. And see, during that time, it was like 38 specials, 32s. 25s and 22s. We ain't had no big Dracos, you know. So, you know, our big Dracos was the uh, sawed-off shotguns, you know. A lot of niggas was uh broke their thumb shooting them uh, them sawed-off shotguns because of the impact. And a lot of time the the the, uh, the grain handle cracked, split, because of the drawback from it, the pushback. So, you know, and for this little nigga to shoot like he shot, and he, man, he, he had it been about 15. 15, so he was a little nigga. That little nigga was working that gun, that, that, that not gun, because we don't say guns, okay? We say either weapon, Pistol or firepower. So, um, <laughs> I thought I had a pace going on because during that time I was running the four, the forty, which is the forty yard, forty yard dash. I was running the forty yard dash like in four point eight seconds. 
I could go. Man. <laughs> when I looked to my right, looked to my left, he wasn't beside me. And I was like, damn, I can't. Mm -mm, I gotta go, I gotta go check one. Cause he, he, he was he was my road dog, right? He was my road dog, right? His, his, his mama was big mama, you know. His, his family was my family, straight up. And uh, nah, I wasn't leaving him behind. So I said, I looked around, I didn't see him, right? I only looked to my left and looked to my right. Cause usually when we got done like that, we, we position ourselves in flanks. Straight lines. And if we had to split up, we uh, mean spot. Anyway, not to tell y'all too much, but anyway. So I was like, God damn. I gotta go back and get my man, right? So I was wrong, I was on my way to turn around. I turned. Man, I, I did a, a right flank, meaning I turned around till I was about to turn around. All I know, I felt this wind rush past me. Man, that nigga left me, yo. <laughs> he was fast, yo. This nigga was, yo, man. I saw how fast this nigga was. He ran faster, man. <laughs> I had to stop running, yo. And I, I fell out of the street and was laughing like a ball. Yo, it was, it, I'm serious, it was unbelievable, yo. It was unbelievable, yo, how fast this nigga was. Man, he was faster than me. <laughs> we got back to the crib, like I said, we ate the fish steak sauce, man. I was rolling like motherfucker, yo. I was broke, yo. I don't judge nobody, yo. I don't underestimate nobody, and I don't judge nobody. Cause if you, the lesson of that, you know, even that damn artillery that that little nigga had was bigger than him, and he was he, he was getting it, yo. So, um, y'all know about that love thing, right? Y'all know that I have to love you in order to love me. Cause they say them, like I said, I'm, I'm in the process of, um, you know, I done picked up some bad ways up in the streets. Like I said, you know, and, 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 and got lost in it, depression and self-pity and stuff like that uh, as far as addiction. So right now I'm in the stirring, I'm in the process of recovery. So, and they say, you keep, you can only keep what you got by giving back. So I'm giving back love to you so I can keep love inside myself. You heard? Yo, I love you. I need to love you. Love you and us. I need to love yourself. Love is the greatest, the most powerful weapon. Weapon.
against Aiden. If you love your enemies, your enemies will learn to love you. Trust me. Trust me, yo. Trust me. Trust me. I got niggas I seen in, I, I see today who was on, who uh, coming up. Man, we sit there and we be laughing about all that shit, yo. And in the laughter is gratefulness because we were able to get back and see, you know, and uh, we got to live and see another day, man. So remember, stay pieced up and don't get above the after party. Is that SoundCloud? On SoundCloud. It's called uh, Careless. Careless. What is it? Careless. Hold on. My mind, because I'm, 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 I'm tripping, right? Because I'm thinking about Fat Boy. Um, careless. Oh, Careless. Careless Prisons. Yeah, um, it's called Careless Prisms. Excuse me, Prisms. K A Y L A apostrophe S. Prisms. P R I Z M S. Until later, take care. <laughs>